Welcome inside the Fantasy Stock Exchange. Danny and Bush coming at you with another mock draft on drafters. Make sure you guys uh, hit the link in the description to sign up and draft with us for one of these mock drafts. Um, just a best ball draft. So if you've, if you've never played best ball, this is your first time watching a best ball mock draft, or not a mock draft, it's $1.10. It's for real money and you win like $12 or whatever. And it basically, it's an algorithm that starts your best players in each line, uh, in your lineup each week. So you don't have to worry about waiver wires, start, sit, decisions, any of that stuff. You basically just draft and then you're good to go. Yeah, for sure. Uh, again, use that code in the description, as Corey mentioned, FSE. Uh, 50% match back on anything you deposit. You deposit $10, you get 15 credited in your account, 20 $30, so on and so forth. And basically what that does is, again, match back bonus. So if you're going to play best ball anyways, why would you not want extra money on your account? So, uh, yeah, uh, use that code. Again, uh, Drafters Affiliate, but... We're actually going into the hit that intro. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Yo, show me the money. This draft, so I'll be drafting from the third slot with the fancy stock exchange account. Corey is at the seventh spot with his personal account. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how it goes. I'm assuming that McCaffrey and Barkley will be going one, two. So, I'll just scoop my boy uh, Ezekiel Elliott if he's there at three and be happy with that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, just as mentioned, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, again, my number three ranked back. We've mentioned him multiple times on the channel. Pretty straightforward. Yep, for sure. And I'm, I'm probably looking at one of either Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, or Derrick Henry if they're there. If not, I mean, it's full PPR on drafters, so I'll take Michael Thomas if he's there also. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let me give you guys a table view by accident. That's my bad. So uh, you can see Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas both went off the board. Now, yeah, Corey's got his pick, and yeah, Derrick Henry's available. Yeah, see, the one thing about Derrick Henry is that it's full PPR, but I'm not overthinking this one. I'm just picking him. For sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So we um we uh, we skipped ahead for you guys, so you don't have to watch the turn picks. But uh, basically, what happened after I picked Derrick Henry was a bunch of running backs went off the board that shouldn't have uh, before Austin Eckler. Uh, Joe Mixon, absolutely not in a full PPR. Nick Chubb, absolutely not in a full PPR. Uh, like Kenyon Drake, Miles Sanders, Josh Jacobs, okay. But um, Travis Kelsey at the two hundred one too is a little early for my taste. You're about to get Eckler at the. Second round, 18th overall pick. It's just going to make me sick. But Yeah. Uh, honest to God, I, I'd take either one of Eckler or uh, Aaron Jones here. Oh, my God. I got Austin Eckler at the fucking 206. I'm sick. That is sick. That is <laughs> sickening. That is actually sickening, the fact that you take two tight ends before you take a top six PPR running back. Oh, man. Oh, speaking uh, – so do you know the eliminator thing that they do? Like it's like a 17-team yep. eliminator. Dude, my team out of three rounds, so basically it's two super flexes and then you fill out every other uh, position with the flex. My team after first three rounds is Alvin Kamara, Matt Stafford, and Austin Eckler. Because I, I had to take a quarterback early because, dude, like there was a run of like eight in a row. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, I hate when that happens. Dude, like the best quarterback available in the third right now is like Gardner Minshew. <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, yeah, after uh, – sorry, first of all, after Corey picked Derrick Henry, we saw, again, he mentioned Mixon, Sanders, Adams, Drake, Hill, Kelsey, Chubb, Jacobs, Hopkins, Kittle, and then he ended up getting Eckler at the 18 as a steal. 
after Eckler was taken, we saw Patrick Mahomes and Julio Jones go. So, uh, yeah. yeah if you I'm got not- Julio Jones where you were, that would have been a steal also. I would do, I'd pick Aaron Jones, and I wouldn't even think twice about it right now. And uh, a full PPR, man, I think he's going to get a lot of receptions. I'll, I'll definitely go for that. Yeah, I mean, getting him at the end of the second round is pro- a proper value for him as well. Huge tear uh, break after so, him too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, just looking at the running backs available. Who else would I like? I do like DeAndre Swift. Maybe I can get Clyde Edwards Lair if he falls. Ooh, if Clyde makes it to me, there's no way I'm passing on Clyde. Don't hate it. Dude, imagine that, that nice threesome at running back. Everybody's mm-hmm. going to start panicking. We see it every draft. So yeah, uh, we're, we're in a good spot, especially even if you got a... Uh, if I get JT in the third as well, I'm going to pick him, I think. Yeah, that's solid. If he too. falls to me. For sure. So uh, f- I, I Honestly, I wouldn't even mind Fournette there either, but I don't think I'm going to get him because he usually goes earlier than he should. Yeah, dude. Fournette, <laughs> Fournette just bothers me. I think it's just a personal vendetta at this point. Yeah, no, I don't like Fournette at all. Uh, we'll see what uh, McCaffrey Barkley guys do uh, on these next three picks, but here's hoping that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire makes it back to me. We did see Patrick Mahomes go in the in the second round, so I can definitely see Lamar Jackson going with one of these three picks because uh, people, uh, they might panic and just take uh, – Yeah, see, I told you, everyone first. takes Fournette early. Yeah. yeah. I, I personally, in uh, especially in best ball too, I would definitely be picking Patrick or um, Lamar Jackson over Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean just the rushing volume, like he's got so much upside in that regard. Uh, yeah. DJ Moore goes. That's a, good, that's a good pick, dude. If uh, Clyde ends up going, um, I would consider Lamar as well, especially with Zeke and Jones as my start. Yeah, three running backs in a row. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Mari uh, Cooper. See, now I'm at a tough spot. I, I don't think it's tough at all. I think you pick Clyde and you don't even think yeah. about it. I was considering him and Lamar, but I'm going to go Clyde. Uh, yeah. Again, I can, I can just get a Dak to Sean later on, feel comfortable. But, uh, yeah, uh, I am set at running back. I may take like a four. Pretty much. Sixth, sixth or so round. But, yeah, uh, really like the spot right now, especially ones with actual receiving upside. I mean, I'm not going with fucking like Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon. Like, yeah. I think the disgusting thing about your team is that you're going to have like Adam Thielen and Robert Woods as your top two receivers too. Yeah, dude, it's going to be nasty. I love it. Yeah. Uh, man, I'm just looking at these receivers too. Like once, once these teams, especially this double wide receiver team realizes that, Hey, you know what? I got to start scooping up every running back, dude. So much receiving talent. Is gonna yeah. Play. Hopefully they take Mark Ingram at his ADP too. Oof. Dude, are you about to get Patrick Mahomes at 31 or not? Patrick I mean, Lam- or Lamar, no, no. Sort of that. This guy is going zero RB on us right now. Yeah, sorry for jinxing that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say if I got, I would have taken Lamar if he was there. Oh, 100 percent. I considered him at the freaking two o or two o three or three o three or whatever. Not a friggin'. I don't know who to pick here. I kind of want JT, but there's like Mike Evans is on the board right now. Yeah, that's a solid pick. Yeah. Uh, just looking at the receivers. Yeah, you got uh, Mike Evans. I know you don't like Juju, but I like him. Adam Thielen, like there's so much good receiving talent. Obviously, yeah, unless my, I'll, I'll pick JT if Mike Evans gets picked here, but I'm not passing Mike Evans in the middle, like the fucking middle of the third round. Are you kidding me? That's a steal, especially in best ball format, dude. You don't have to pick. Yeah, Mike steal. Evans is the perfect best ball receiver. Exactly. So uh, you're about to be on the clock here, the guy uh, before you. Watch this guy pick Odell. How much you want to bet? Ugh, that'd be gross. Ooh. Oh, that's so much worse. <laughs> that's so much worse. Okay, Mike yeah. Evans, welcome to the squad. My wide receiver seven, I get in the friggin' the three oh seven. That's fine. Yeah, fuck, dude. I will tell you though. It, say obviously I'm gonna go receiver uh, at my fourth forty six overall pick. Uh, obviously, unless like maybe an Andrews is there or something like that. But 
Yeah, say I get the receiver on the fourth round. I don't know if I can pass Swift at the at the fifth round pick, dude. Oh, I'm gonna pick Swift in my fourth round pick if oh, he's there. That, okay, that that works. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, uh, great minds think alike. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, again after Aaron Jones, Kenny Galladay, Leonard Fournette, DJ Moore, Mark Cooper. I ended up taking Clyde Edwards Hilaire. After that, Todd Gurley, Lamar Jackson, Le'Veon Bell, and then Butch ends up going with Mike Evans. So after three rounds, I mean, our squads are looking really good. Uh, so we're back uh, again after Corey picked Mike Evans. We saw a run of Odell Beckham Jr., David Johnson, James Conner, Allen Robinson, Adam Thielen, Juju Smith-Schuster, right back around, Melvin Gordon, A.J. Brown, Jonathan Taylor, and then finally Keenan Allen. So Corey is back on the clock. What are your thoughts of this pick? Uh, yeah, I gotta, I can't pass this guy right here. I was thinking about taking Deandre Swift here, but, uh, I'm going to get my, I believe he's my wide receiver 10 in PPR. So I'm going to take Cooper cup right here. Solid pick, solid pick. Yeah. Uh, any surprises in that stretch while we were waiting for you to pick? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Taylor being the, like, I, I would pick personally, I would pick Jonathan Taylor over all of those guys over, oh. uh, David Johnson, over James Connor, over Le'Veon Bell, over Todd Gurley. Easy. Him and Melvin Gordon's close. I might favor Melvin Gordon, but um, yeah, no, Jonathan Taylor, even like, oh my God, Chris Carson went off the board. Like the, the, this is why you got to get your running backs in the first two rounds. Cause it gets really gross, really fast. I'm living life. I love this running back run. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm, ba- I'm going to be back on the clock here. Going to have Calvin Ridley, Robert Woods, like Mark Ingram in the fourth round. Dude, dude I think, I think uh, I'm going to go with Calvin Ridley here. Uh, just because the best ball factor, uh, I yeah. do think I do think Woods gonna be more consistent. While Ridley's gonna have more blow up weeks because of the sheer volume in that offense. Especially, yeah, uh, if you get a, honestly, if you can get two of like Ridley, dude. Shark, Parker, Corn. Woods, like yeah, I don't like those two guys as your top receivers when you have like three elite running backs oh. at least. Oh, he gets sniped. Um, yeah, I'd I'm go good. Parker if I were you. I like Woods the best, especially at PPR. I I do don't think hit. he can hit a hundred catches this year. I believe he had 90 last year. I want to see. Uh, let me just see. Yeah, he had 90 last year in 15 games. He missed one game with, I think it was like the flu or something. I don't know. He had, the, he had like a personal issue, I yeah. think. So uh, I'm going to snag him up here. I do think he reaches the 100-catch uh, threshold this year. And uh, yeah. we get we get the two Rams receivers. How are you feeling? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like Cup. I, of the two guys, I like Cup a little bit better, especially in PPR. I think him and Goff kind of have like an Edelman-Brady thing kind of going. Every time Cup's in the lineup, he just balls out. Yeah, I have Woods a little bit ahead of Cup, personally. Uh, that's simply due to, again, like, everybody's going to keep saying 12 personnel. Like, that's not a big benefactor for him. Uh, I do think uh, uh, Cup's still going to be good. But, again, it's still a factor to consider, which ultimately I do believe uh, Woods is a little more versatile in the sense that uh, Cup only really plays all Swift. Oh, shit. Uh, Cup only really plays in the slot while uh, Woods Oof. has the positional flex uh, versatility. So. Uh, that's I mean, it's Parker thought. so easily for me. I'm thinking, I, I oh, him or McLaurin. Uh, I'm going with my boy Terry. You going over over Devonte Parker? I'm going with Terry, dude. Ugh, I can't. Do I think that. he's gonna be that good. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I, I love Terry McLaurin, but I can't do it over Devonte Parker. I think Devonte Parker with with Preston Williams coming off the midseason ACL tear, Devonte Parker might legitimately see like 11, 12 targets a game in the first couple weeks of the season. And I wouldn't hate. Yeah, maybe not so much in best ball, but in redraft. Um, having a guy that's seeing that kind of volume, especially early in the season, when those people discount those early wins in the season, they think, oh, I'm going to draft all these rookie running backs. And then by the time the playoffs roll around, I'll be like, I'll have a loaded team. Well, you got to make the playoffs to, to win the championship. So those early games do count. And guys, I think Devontae Parker, 
could be a very, very high scoring player, especially at the beginning of the season if Williams is on like the pup or something. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, I do like Devontae Parker a ton, and you're probably gonna end up getting him here anyways. So you're you're, you're happy with that. But uh That's a steal. Uh yeah, I mean, especially if Kareem Hunt wraps around or something like that, you're looking golden. But uh yeah, the thing that kind of separates them for me, uh personally, is when I'm looking at Terry McLaurin, like we kind of know what you're going to get with Parker, which is he, like, he's a safer aspect in the sense that although mm-hmm. people want to classify him as risky, I do think he presents more safety net because we've seen it from him. Whereas like Terry, he's still got so much room to improve, especially if Haskins improves, that connection improves. If you guys are going to see uh, ADP battles this Saturday, you're going to see that video. We broke the crap down of Terry McLaurin. I was joined by Justin from father, son fantasy football, and we went deep in that, but you're back on the clock here. I'm going to shut my app for a little bit and let you make your pick. Yeah. This is very easily Devontae Parker for me. He's my wide receiver 13, I think, in, in PPR. And, I mean, like, I got my wide receiver 7, my wide receiver 10, and my wide receiver 13 in the third, fourth, and fifth round. Yeah, great, great picks, great picks. Well, uh, we'll see you in a, a minute, boys. Okay. Oh, thank God. Uh, so we're two <laughs> picks away from Bush's pick now. After he went Parker, we saw a nice little run on receivers. Uh, Stephon Diggs, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, T.Y. Hilton, and Damian Williams. Yeah, Puke. Uh, Marquise Brown, Zach Ertz, Kareem Hunt, and Darius Geis go off the board. So, Mazimo's back on the clock. And he Zach Ertz been- in the sixth round. If people are going to let Zach Ertz in a full PPR fall to the sixth round, definitely take advantage of that. Because, I mean, whether we think the, the Eagles' weapons core is improved or not, the reality is they're all still injury-prone. D-Jax is injury-prone. Marquise Goodwin's injury-prone. Jalen Rager's a rookie. Alshon Jeffrey's probably not going to be ready for week one. Like, it still might be the Zach Ertz show there. So, Dude, uh, in a full PPR, Zach Ertz might be his the same old Zach Ertz that we know him for. Zach Ertz can get 130 targets. I mean, half yeah, like, every year. Oh, oh, thank God I wasn't going to pick him. <laughs> thank you. All right, so I'm caught in a, between a rock and a hard place here. I'm, I'm caught between Raheem Mostert and J.K. Dobbins. I, I think I have to pick another running back here because some of these teams didn't pick running backs early at all, so they're going to be snatching running backs left and right. I think – I'm going to go with Mostert, but it's really close for me, and I probably am going to end up regretting this decision at some point because I think Dobbins is going to be really good this year, but he might take a bit uh, to develop. Dude, I wanted Mostert. I wanted yeah. Mostert. <laughs> yeah, great pick. I mean, uh, he's definitely got top 10 upside, in my opinion. Like, in that, yeah. I'm not saying that lightly. He's, he's risky as shit, though. Like, we, we did a video, like, saying that he could be a bust. He definitely could be. Like, I, I but in the mid-sixth round, like, I don't hate it. Like, before he was going like um, early sixth, like back end of the fifth or whatever, as I've seen him go as high as, and I can't get on board with that personally. For sure. So I'm back on the clock here, and uh, I think I'm just going to snag Julian Edelman again, uh, get a little more security here. Uh, he's yeah, still got upside. I mean, yeah, he's probably going to catch a, another 90 to 100 passes. So I'll lock him up. He's still going to be good with uh, Jared Sid in there. Yeah, and like people who say that Julian Edelman don't doesn't have upside, like you're right, but in a full PPR – he does because his 10 catch games for 65 yards and a touchdown is a 20 plus point game. Right. So for sure. Uh, I'm actually thinking if he makes it back to me, I think I'm going to be going with Darren Waller. The fact that he's, Oh here yeah. Shit. That's round, a good dude. pick. If he's still there, dude. Uh, I think that's definitely going to be the pick. Cause I'm looking at it after him. I mean, I, I love Hayden Hurst, but uh, in terms of like ADP value, I mean, uh, Austin Hooper, Hunter Henry, Evan Ingram are listed after him. And Darren Waller is basically Evan Ingram without the health concerns. I love both of them. But again, as I mentioned, yep. without the health concerns. So Darren Waller is currently my tight end four in uh, PPR. 
Uh, him and Ertz are really close, but I have uh, Waller with a slight edge simply because I just think he can do more with his catches, and they're probably going to be around the same yep. baseline. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't hate Jarvis Landry there, where that guy just picked him too. That's good value. Uh, I th- just looking at the, uh, these teams on the board, like Jan- Jan Janovich has to take a running back, right? Like, yeah, I don't. You know I what? I just realized no one's picked a quarterback since Mahomes and Lamar. I was thinking about taking Dak too, but I think uh, yeah, because no I might pick Watson if he's there because uh, no quarterbacks have gone. That's why I was honestly thinking I'm like maybe I can. You'll start the run round. if you pick Dak because someone will pick Kyler and probably Watson and Wilson in the same round if you pick Dak here. For sure, it's between him and Waldo right now. Those this are guy, I think this guy might pick a quarterback right here because he's got he's got three running backs and two receivers. He can afford to pick, or sorry, he's got four running backs and two receivers. Yeah, I mean that that team's definitely looking really good. Yeah, um, I'm looking at here. It's really between Waller and Dak. Uh, I'm pretty locked up at the other positions. I like where I'm looking. I have a feeling one of them is going to make a decision for. Oh, pick Kyler Murray. Gallup. That's a Gallup in the seventh is a great value too. I like. I was thinking. I'd about, pick. I'd um, pick Waller here and not think twice uh, about it personally. Yeah, uh, I think I can even get like maybe a Russell Wilson or. Maybe Dak if he falls, but yeah. And uh, normally we don't really preach picking quarterbacks early, but in a best ball draft where you only uh, where you don't have to choose who to start, it really benefits you to pick a quarterback uh, early because you only have to draft probably two quarterbacks then, right? And then you can afford to draft seven running backs or three tight ends or seven receivers or whatever. Like you usually want to, I would say, of the onesie positions, either ah fuck me, um. Yeah, of the onesie positions, tight end and quarterback, you're probably wise to go with one of them early so that you don't have to pick uh, draft three of them uh, each. For sure. I mean, uh, you, you see how it's working here. Uh, I locked up Waller in the seventh round. and uh, to be Oh, honest, no. I don't, I don't know why some of these tight ends aren't flying off the board right now because usually you see in these drafts, people are stacking them by the seventh round. So it's kind My of- guys just got taken. I was going to pick either Ronald Jones, Brandon Cooks, or I guess I'm going to pick him now, and I'm picking Deshaun Watson. I know you're not going to like that because you think – you definitely have Dak Prescott rated higher. I've said it a million times. Deshaun Watson's going to chuck the ball 600 times this year, and he's an elite quarterback, so I don't give a fuck who his receivers are. It's fair. I mean, he's my QB5 right now, but really that 3-5 to five tier is so close for me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, great pick. Hopefully, for my sake, that doesn't start a QB run because that's going to really piss me off. Like, I yeah. don't know why Mazimo just doesn't think he needs a running back, but <laughs> fucking who, – who's he going to take his RB2 now? Fucking – James James White's good, but like other than James White, why like fucking look at these guys available? Like, what is going on, man? Like I would say Sony would be perfect for this situation, but again, the, the knee scope is scaring me now. Like, yeah, for sure. You don't want to hear that. Oh, and then he goes with my boy, <laughs> dude. What is he doing? I don't know, especially too. Like if I had like a, a, a Christian McCaffrey or Saquon or Zeke. Okay, maybe like I still wouldn't do this strategy, but maybe like it makes a little more sense. But dude, Joe Mixon is risky as fuck, and you don't have any other running backs before this at the got minimum. Five receivers out here. Oh my god, what a fucking man! Don't draft like these. Uh, don't draft like this, guys. But uh, yeah, yeah, fucking hell. So uh, we're uh, back after uh, Corey picked Deshaun Watson. We saw Ceedee Lamb, Christian Kirk. Uh, two quarterbacks in a row, Russ and Dak Prescott. We'll get into that after. Matt Breida, Deontay Johnson, Jordan Howard, Marlon Mack, and Keyshawn Bongo. Now, what are your thoughts of uh, that little quarterback run and uh, your opinion on Wilson going before Dak? Because we both have Dak higher. 
Yeah, I, I can't pick Russell Wilson to me is a clear number six quarterback after the the second tier for me of Watson, Murray and uh, Prescott. I think those guys, whatever order you have them ranked, I think they should be the next tier. And um, I think Wilson's in a tier below that with Josh Allen and him probably alone in that tier. For sure, for sure. Uh, speaking of Josh Allen, like if he made it back to me, I'd definitely be interested in uh, maybe. Yeah, and best ball, Josh Allen's definitely like a good pick to have. For sure. I mean, looking at the receivers, there's still Oof. like my goal here. Uh, I'm going to wait to tell you what I want to do. I don't know who I want to pick here is my question. I don't really like the board right now. I think I'm going to pick the God, the man, the myth, the legend, the PPR God, James White. Okay. Uh, my plan here is to get Josh Allen and hopefully Nicole Hardman. I'm okay. That's Hardman. a little early on Hardman for me, but. Ninth round? I mean, I think that's pretty good value. I don't know. I, don't know. I, only, I think you'd get him on the way back, to be honest. But I don't know. People are pretty high on these young guys, so there's yeah. a chance you don't get him on the way back. Again, I just think, man, especially in a best ball format, dude, like he is going to be so explosive that it's not even fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, I mean – I take, I can't pick him over Darius Slayton, personally, or Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson's gone. and uh, Is he? Yeah. He went oh, my D- God. Yeah, that's too early. Uh. I was thinking about Slayton too. I have exposure with him like basically everywhere too. So like, I, I think I only have Hardman a couple places. So I mean, for sure. They're, they're close for sure. Uh, we saw uh, Alex Madison go too. Damn. How many running backs does this guy have? Holy crap. Five in a row after starting receiver, receiver quarter. I mean, if you're going to go those three positions to start your draft. Yeah. You like, better get running backs after that. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have any confidence in any of the guys he has. He got the Ravens locked down backfield lockdown with ingram and dobbins you'll get i mean i'm sure there's going to be one of those guys in a best ball league you don't have to choose when to start them right so i'm sure oh fuck really hayden hurst already he always goes early in these i know i know uh um with, with those two guys i don't hate that strategy getting ingram and dobbins in a best ball because i think both of them are going to have big weeks so if you have both of them like it's it's going to be the best rushing offense in the nfl right so for there's sure. enough room for both of them to eat week in and week out and if you get the highest score of each one, it's definitely going to be a, like an RB1 caliber, like running back. Definitely going to be interesting uh, how it turns. It's going to be a high, high octane, high rushing offense. I'm back on the clock here. And uh, we were actually briefly mentioned about it. My plan was to get Josh Allen here. And then hopefully McCall Hardman, if he made it back on the turn. So I'm going to do just that. Getting Josh Allen, my quarterback seven in redraft. Uh, again, he's, he presents both the upside and the floor based on his rushing. And uh, I think he's going to take strides as a passer, especially adding Stefan Diggs to the fold. So getting him here sure. end of the eighth round, especially because I think quarterbacks are going to start flying like fucking hotcakes. Yeah. Uh, definitely love that. Uh, Tariq Cohen. Uh, yeah. Uh, not much. Yeah. I'm looking, I, I haven't taken a receiver in a while. I'm looking at who's going to be available for me with my next pick. I'm not really a fan of the board right now. Receiver wise. Yeah, uh, it's kind of drying out, dude. Like, I like uh, Hardman and I like Slayton. But, I mean, other than that, I like I mean, Judy too, but that's about it. Uh, looking down here, I mean, you're, we're going to start getting into, like, Ruggs territory. Uh, I mean, we already saw fucking Lamb go off. I didn't expect to see that. Pittman's going to go off soon. Ayuk's going to go soon. Uh, just looking at some of the guys available. in there you see Engram. We, we got to see these tight ends and uh, the rest of the quarterbacks start flying off, dude. Because mm-hmm. – there's so much value to be had at those positions. Like you don't normally see guys like Henry Higby, John, who, uh, Gisicki, Oh my God. I'm fucking Hardman goes. 
Yeah, uh, especially considering what happened with the quarterbacks. Like, you're not going to see Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott go after the sixth round very often, and literally all four of those guys did. So, yeah, it's definitely insane when you think about it. Uh, you mentioned Slayton, and I have a lot of exposure to him, but I don't, I'm not going to snipe you on duty. I'm just going to take Slayton. I, I'd, I'd feel too bad. So, what if you uh, pick Judy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was between those guys. I, I'll just go Slayton. I like both. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I wrap up Slayton. Uh, hopefully we see these guys take the quarterbacks and the tight ends. Cause I'm going to have to take a tight end soon. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, heck if John who's there on the way, I'm not back, picking John no, in the ninth no, round. And, and then, I mean, in the 10th, like if you in the 10th, I'll probably pick him, but in the yeah. ninth, I can't pick him there. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, cause you still got other options like the Higbees, the Henry's like there's still guys yeah. available. Uh, just sicky. But uh, yeah, if he made it back to you in the 10th, that'd be pretty good value. Holy fuck, buddy. Kappa D, you want to make a pick? Jeez. John Brown is kind of interesting, too. Uh, in a best ball format I, where you don't have to choose when to start John Brown, he, he interests me a little bit as well because I think, I mean, Diggs and him are probably going to fuck me. I wanted Coleman to That's a get good the ni- do what that guy did with the, uh, with the Ravens backfield, with the Niners backfield. Your boy just went off, too. Jerry Judy. Oh, man. Okay, I'm looking at John Brown then. <laughs> and he got sniped too. Cool. That's excellent. Ugh, I, this is a gross board now. Ugh. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty fucking bad. You know what? Screw it. I might. No, I'm actually not going to do that. Yes, I am going to do that. I'm not picking a quarterback for the rest of this draft. Oh, wow. Yeah. I like that. So, uh, pick away from Bush's pick. He ended up going with Brady. After that, we saw a couple quarterbacks go in Breeze and Rodgers. Jameson Crowder in the ninth. Wow. Uh, Tyler Higby, uh, Murray Pollard on the turn. Anthony Miller. Duke Johnson, not David, even though D. Johnson from Houston looks the same. And Mike Williams go off the board. So now we're waiting on Mazimo, who's easily got one of the worst teams I've ever seen be assembled in the best ball. Uh, Carry on Johnson's is RB2, as, as we often preach. Yes. In our sure. advice. Like, dude, he's just going to wrap up like a fucking, uh, oh, man. What's he even going to go? Fucking... I'm getting concerned about running back as well, but, I mean, I have four, like, good running backs, and I'm yeah. still concerned about it. Yeah, I mean, I have three, and I'm fucking concerned about it, dude. <laughs> well, as I should be, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, like, I have I have Mostert, James White, Austin Eckler, and, and uh, Derrick Henry, but I am going to go. Nice. Thank you for picking a bad tight end in front of me. Um I'm going to go with Johnny Smith. He's my tight end nine, I believe. Yeah, I think he's my uh, nine or ten as well. I, dude, the sky is the limit. I, yep. Again, it'll be, uh, it'll be on the channel. You guys can see it. ADP Battles Episode 5 with Mikey. Uh, we talked about Eckler, as I mentioned earlier. We also talked about Johnny And, uh, yeah, on board with this Johnny train because uh, get ready sure. to take off, y'all. Uh, I'm three picks away from my pick, and uh, – I'm looking at Chase Edmonds if he's able to make it back to me again, just to secure my RB4. Everybody's kind of in the same tier at this point, uh, but there's a clear discrepancy after Chase Edmonds at the running back position that, like, ultimately everything else is kind of meh. Like, you're, you're getting into the Jamal Williams, Royce. Oh, God. The, t- no other running backs worth a damn. Maybe Boston Scott other than Chase Edmonds. So, uh, I th- feel like I have to take him here. Ooh, I see another name. Okay. Uh I'm going to go Edmonds, but uh, I might even get Moss on the wraparound if he makes it back. Oh, you weren't talking about Naeem Hines? Dude, I mean, sick, dude. Breakout. 
Uh, yeah, exactly. Or Devontae Freeman. <laughs> Why is his ADP higher than Daryl Henderson's? Dude, I don't get it at all. Fuck, I feel like if I... Is there a chance Daryl Henderson's, like, actually good this year? No. Oh, I guess no. we don't need to. <laughs> I didn't think he was very good coming out of school, but I, I, I'm i not going to draft him, and I'm not going to, like, preach that anyone else draft him. But, I mean, there's a world where Daryl Henderson's pretty solid, I think. Maybe. Maybe maybe in his mom's head. Yeah, pretty much. I'm joking. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if that ended up being a committee, like I could still see like Malcolm Brown getting decent touches. Fucking Cam Akers, obviously the most talented there in my opinion, and I think yeah. your opinion as well. Uh, and Daryl Henderson, maybe he gets a little bit of a receiving load, but like, dude, just I'm not touching the Rams running back to be quite honest. I mean, Dynasty, you're gonna take Cam Akers. I like that. And maybe in redraft, say you need like a floor RB two because you went running or wide receiver early. I get that, but man, it's gonna it's just gonna be so scary. Yeah, um, for sure. So I'm back on the clock here, and I feel like if I pass on Moss here, you're gonna fucking take him. So, uh, eh, not a full PPR, I don't think. I think I'm gonna take. I need receivers. I, I so. kind of want. I wanted to go rugs. That's the thing is between rugs and Moss here. Yeah, please but, take Moss. <laughs> Whatever. I want exposure to rugs. I'll take. Fuck one. you. I wanted one, one share. You've done this already. What? You've sniped rugs from me in the last video. Did I? I don't yes. Know. Oh, is that one? Po- is that the one that didn't post? Yeah, that's the one that we're not posting. But yes, you sniped rugs from me in that one also. My bad. I completely forgot. Oh, it's Sammy Watkins. <laughs> Ew, what? Bobby? Yeah, literally. <laughs> I'm honestly. This is – I might puke after making this pick, but I might have to do it. God. I think I'm going to pick Robbie Anderson if he's there. Oh, no. I, there's no one else I like. I need receivers right now. Dude, Pittman. Not Pitt- yet. I can get him next round. Perriman. I can get him like three rounds from now. I guess. I don't know. Unless you're going to be a doucher and snipe him from me too. Nah, I'll probably be good at receiver. Maybe one more for the rest of the draft. But you know what I might do? I might do what I did with quarterbacks. Take a tight end? Yeah. Who would you take, though? There's, like, nobody. Yeah, that's true. I thought Kaseki was still on the board. Uh, no, he went the last round. Yeah, this I, is disgusting, but I'm taking Robbie Anderson. I mean, if you're going to take Robbie Anderson, this is the place to do it. Dude, I, I thought you were for sure going to take Jack Doyle. I mean, I, I... <laughs> superstar tight end Jack Doyle. For sure, for sure. All right, so we're back on the clock. Corey's back on the clock after going Robbie Anderson. We saw Sterling Shepard, Deshaun Jackson. Sorry, I read that wrong for a second. Uh, Noah Fant, Jalen Rager, Zach Moss, Matt Stafford, Paris Campbell, Curtis Samuel, Justin Jefferson, Adrian Peterson, weird. And uh, Prashad Perriman uh, was Corey's pick. Now, what are your thoughts on uh, your pick, Prashad Perriman? Because I know you've been a preacher of him all offseason. So what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I mean, Prashad Perriman is basically like what Robbie Anderson was last year. And Robbie Anderson was like a seventh-round pick. So, I mean, Prashad Perriman in the 12th, yeah, give give me all the shares. And uh, him versus Robbie Anderson, you picked Robbie Anderson first because you knew you'd get Perriman after him. Is that correct? Pretty much, yeah. And and Anderson's in a better offense, too. And I think he's also just – just better like boom games probably than Perriman would have. And then in, in best ball, like my last couple picks in this draft, because I took two quarterbacks early, I'm not going to pick another quarterback and I have like a pretty solid stable of running backs. So I'm probably not going to pick many running backs uh, after this, 
So I'm probably just going to pick like boomer bust receivers for the most part. Yeah, you're definitely in a good spot there. I like uh, what you're doing there. So uh, I'm going to be back on the clock after Capadia picks. And uh, guys, I'm looking at here. Uh, it's looking at, let me just check real quick. Uh, it's definitely going to be a receiver given the value currently on the board. Uh, I'm thinking Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, and if he gets taken here, I wouldn't even mind like a Brandon Ayuk. Uh, just because of the upside again, especially uh, I'm going to go Ugh. Pittman because uh, we don't believe in the health of uh, T.Y. Hilton for the longevity of the season. Not to mention he always has his inconsistencies, always inconsistencies, always playing through nagging injuries. Michael Pittman is, uh, again, I've compared him multiple times. I do think he uh, reminds me a bit of a young Allen Robinson coming out. He kind of shows that same kind of qualities. Uh, so I'm going to go with Michael Pittman here, getting him in the end of the 12th round. I'm more than comfortable doing that. For sure. So I'm back on the clock here after going Pittman. We saw Gibson, Ayuk, the other guy I was targeting. Yikes. Tate and Dylan go off the clock or off the board. So I'm looking here. Uh, I could go quarterback, but again, the rest of the guys are kind of, oh, I do like Big Ben, but I think he might fall to me. So I'm just going to wait on that. Uh, I mentioned him earlier. But uh, after Blake Jarwin, I just kind of see a drop off at the tight end position. So I'm gonna I'm gonna snag my boy, especially in a in a best ball type format. I do think he'll have some blow up games with Dallas this year, as we've seen. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna take my boy. I know Corey's not the biggest fan, but uh, it doesn't matter what Corey thinks. with my pick. Yeah. So if you're listening, don't pick Blake Jarwin ever. So Whatever. that's my advice. Blake Jarwin to me, it, this is the format you want to pick him in if you're gonna pick him anywhere because. I have no fucking clue when to start Blake Jarwin. There's like six good options in that passing game. A Blake Jarwin's like at best the sixth best option. I'd rather throw to both the running backs and all three of the receivers. So, the I mean, Blake Jarwin, yeah, might finish his tight end 12, but it also is probably going to be at the hands of like three big blow-up games that no one can predict. And in a best ball, when your other tight end is Darren Walder, I'm more than fine with that. Uh, yeah, we, yeah. In best ball, it's fine, but in in redraft, I'm not. I'm not in. I, I think it requires an injury for him to be like a startable asset week in and week out. Yeah, like uh, before this video, for example, we actually like charted just to kind of see how we thought the Cowboys. Oh, we'll talk about that. After. Shit, you're on the clock. <laughs> we'll talk about. I that wanted after. Alan Lazard. Oof. Rip. All right, I said I was going to pick a bunch of boomer bust receivers. How about I pick the fastest receiver in the league? Sorry, second fastest because Ruggs would have broke, broke his record had he not gotten stopped in the out of the gates in the 40. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so Corey is about to be back on the clock here. Uh, after he went with John Ross, we saw T. Higgins, Chris Herndon, Ian Thomas, Justin Jackson, Boston Scott, Jack Doyle, Baker Mayfield, Teddy Bridgewater, and Visca Chenault. Hurts my soul that he's gone. But we're waiting on Mazimo now, and uh, yeah, after him, uh, Corey's going to be making his pick, so we'll see how we go. Yeah, I'm going to pick OJ, I think. Uh, I was going to initially pick uh, Carlos Hyde, because everyone knows I'm the truther of him. Um, I think I'm going to go with I'm going to go with OJ Howard, because I mean, I only have Jonu Smith right now, and like, I'm probably going to have to pick another tight end like next round, because my tight end situation is just really shaky if Jonu Smith doesn't work out. For sure, uh... So, uh, briefly touching upon what we were talking about earlier with Jarwin, uh, we actually kind of, I, I honestly believe we were given some optimistic, uh, projections to, to the receivers. It was pretty good. Uh, yeah. we, we charted him for about 75 targets and it ended up, uh, producing a baseline of 57 for 680 and five and a half, I believe was what I got to. And, uh, that would have been the tight end 11 after we took out West Hills on points per game last year. So, uh, again, being, 
I you were a little bit more optimistic with the. Uh, I don't think it was even. I think. Or I was, sorry, uh, with the targets, I, he wouldn't have had seventy five if it was up to me because I said we disagreed on how many we think Amari Cooper is going to get, and I also think Pollard's going to get more than you thought he was going to get. Also, that's fair. I also think I thought Zeke was going to get less, and I mean it kind of. Plus, they could always. I think they still could sign a fourth receiver because, like, they don't have anyone behind their top three guys, and you, the fourth receiver is an underrated aspect of a team. You usually need one because. One of your guys is going to go down for a game or two. The thing is, I do think they believe Pollard has the versatility to play both. So I, that's then he's probably going to get even more targets than I thought. Uh, so yeah, we'll touch upon it again on the turn, but uh, if we need to. But going back here, I am on the clock, and I am going to actually go with uh, Anthony McFarland uh, again. James Conner, we all know, has a ton of injury uh, history, a ton of injury risk. They took Anthony McFarland in the draft this year. Sorry. I loved him out of uh, Maryland. I thought he was very talented back. Uh, again, you just have to plug in his game against Ohio State to see how versatile he is as a player. Uh, getting him in the 14th round, just completely boomer bust pick. I mean, at the end of the day, this is low risk, high reward. So just snag him up here. Yeah, not much to lose. Uh, sorry. <laughs> back on the clock here. And uh, after I went with McFarland, we saw Antonio Brown. I mean, best ball, who cares? Denzel Mims, Larry Fitzgerald, and Joe Burrow go off the board. I'm going to take... Ben Roethlisberger, again, we both know that uh, obviously he presents the injury risk, but when he has a boom game, man, he can blow up for some huge weeks. Yep. So uh, in a best ball format, I am perfectly fine taking him here in the 15th round uh, to pair with Josh Allen. So uh, I like that value there. What are your thoughts on uh, Big Ben in this format? Yeah, I think he's probably the value pick that everyone's after in these in these type of drafts. I, I would have picked – if Joe Burrow would have fell to you, that would have been a steal and a half. But oh, yeah. Sam Baker Mayfield went shortly before that as well. But um, yeah, Big Ben in a best ball format, like, I mean, the quarterback position is super deep and Big Ben's definitely going to have some some blow-up games, whether he stays healthy or not. For sure. So uh, after I went with uh, Big Ben, we saw Tyrell Williams and Ryan Tannehill go off the board. So uh, just kind of a mess right now. I really don't know what else to pick these next few picks. Like I'm going to pick Carlos Hyde if he's there. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh so you're on the clock. You're going to go with Hyde. And, uh, yep. He's my up. fifth running back, which probably isn't ideal. But, I mean, I got four pretty solid options aside from Raheem Mostert, who's a little shaky. But between Eckler and Henry and, and Mostert and James White, I definitely can piece together two starting running backs a week. And then Hyde's sure. just kind of – in case Carson gets hurt or whatever, I think Hyde's going to be a safe option Like if, if that happens. I think he's going to be like a 1,000-yard rusher like he was last year. For sure. Definitely a good-looking good depth there. So uh, we saw Carlos Hyde go off the board by Bush, obviously. Uh, after that, we saw James Washington, Naheem Hines, Jay Sternberger, Steven Sims, a really good sleeper of mine, uh, Kirk Cousins, Jimmy G, Kyle Rudolph, Drew Locke, Derek Carr, and Gardner Minshew leading up to Bush's pick. So who do you think? Yeah, I'm going to go with another tight end here because I, I, I only have John Smith and OJ Howard, which is kind of risky. And I'm going to go with, of course, Antonio Gates. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Gerald Everett. If, uh, if Higby doesn't work out, if I, I think there's a chance it ever gets traded too. I, I don't even know. But Everett was, um, much like John U. Smith, a lot of people really liked his production profile and his analytics profile coming out of school. Uh, Gerald Everett, like, he was out snapping and, and, and stuff, uh, outpacing um, Tyler Higby before Tyler Higby broke out. So, I mean, maybe there's a chance it's more of a 50-50 split. This, this offense is going to pass the ball quite a bit, so there's going to be games where Gerald Everett puts up like a couple, like a touchdown and like a decent amount of yardage, or he just gets traded, which is also a possibility. For sure. Now, I mean, uh, the viewers know uh, I am a, an, uh, a Higby fan. 
simply because I do think uh, he did break out once they started shifting the personnel. They started uh, getting him more involved. Uh, but I do, I do see the risk. Uh, if Higby doesn't pan out, I mean, Everett does hold a ton of value. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, again, as much as I love that five-game stretch that you saw from Higby when he really, like, developed into the player I think he can be, it's five games. It's not a huge sample size, which is ultimately going to uh, – Keelan Cole was the number one receiver in fantasy for five games at the end of 2017. I just want to point yeah. that out. For sure. So uh, you may not like this. Uh, who I'm going to be going with? Uh, oh, you're going to pick Russell Gage. He's been my sleeper, dude. Oh, dude, I literally yeah. told you about this when no, we were no, before no, 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 recording no. that I, in the draft guide I wrote up the Falcons right up, and I it's pretty hard not to project Russell Gage for a hundred targets. Bush, I drafted Russell Gage in February. Still, and, and, and <laughs> I bet you didn't know he had a hundred target potential. Which it's not, it's that, not even that I mean, like outlandish to think he can get that too. I just think number three wide receiver in a high volume offense is going to see targets regardless. So. Yep. Uh, definitely uh, an intriguing option, especially in the 16th round. I mean, like, come on, why not? Uh, sure. Yeah, looking back here, uh, there's like nothing at the receiver position after him. Like, are you who are you gonna take? Fucking like Corey Davis? <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Yikes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, looking back uh, on the clock here, usually I pause it, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Uh, <laughs> Looks uh, like they're just picking players right off the rip, anyway. Yeah, yeah, they don't. That's that's good. At least uh, they really don't care. But I'm looking back here. Oh shoot! Uh, Are you gonna pick Philip Rivers? No, no, no. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> I'm thinking of. Uh, let me just check here. I should, probably should have thought it out a little bit more. But let me just take a second, reevaluate. I'm gonna go with Ryquel Armstrong. Ah, oh, no, that's who I wanted. I mean, getting him in the 17th round, especially if something happens to Fournette, we saw the crazy volume that Fournette got yeah. last year. Uh, there's going to be a rule there. So uh, I'm yeah. thinking of taking Josh Kelly or Darrington Evans with my next pick. Great, great Probably. pick. I, mean, I, have, I have Eckler, so Josh Kelly might bail me out a little bit if I have. Uh, if Eckler were to – like if some of these people on Twitter that are wrong think end up being right. <laughs> oh, God, like Bobby fucking jo- Justin Jackson's going to out-touch Justin. Oh, my God. That was the worst take I've ever heard. Oh, Dude, I I gotta release a thread on fucking Austin Eckler just. To yeah, no, him. Austin Eckler needs to be. I I mean, if people are gonna keep doing this, I'm cool with it because I'll get him in the second round of literally every draft I do. For sure, he dude. Like I mentioned it in the ADV battles again. I'm I'm gonna keep fucking pointing to that. Will Disley, Mike, Jesus. Uh, he is the first round pick that's not being taken in the first round. That should mm-hmm. unanimously so unanimously be taken in the first. Oh yeah, fuck. For Jamie sure, Harris. That's not bad. I didn't even actually see him. Yeah, fuck. Even like Randall Cobb is is pretty intriguing in a best ball. Yeah, I, I have Watson. I probably should have thought of that, but um, yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Darrington Evans. I actually have both of these guys uh, main running backs in this backfield: Josh Kelly and Darrington Evans. My first two running backs are Henry and Eckler. So, um, I said I was losing the PPR upside with Henry. I guess I just got it with Darrington Evans. If they end up throwing him the ball a lot, I could see him. Maybe he carves out a Tariq Cullen his rookie year or like an Austin Eckler his rookie year type role. For sure, for sure. Uh, definitely definitely an intriguing pick there. Yep. So uh, Bush is about to be back on the clock, and uh, he mentioned right after he picked Darrington Evans, he saw Josh Kelly go off the board. That's unfortunate. But, uh, yeah, after Josh Kelly, we saw Dawson Knox, Mike Boone, Jalen Samuels, Jalen Hurd, Cole Beasley, full PPR, decent, decent little floor there. Uh, Jared Stidham, KJ Hamler, and Rashad Penny go off the board. So Mazamo's back on the pick. Uh, I mean, we've seen this guy uh, 
little uh, little character uh, throughout this whole draft. But uh, yeah, who are you thinking here uh, to make it back to you at the two ten? I'm uh, I'm looking to pick a receiver here because it's my weakest position in terms of depth. I think I'm 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 caught between Andy Isabella, Chris Conley, and Albert Wilson. I know none of those guys sound super exciting, but Chris Conley is a big play guy in the Jags offense that I think is going to throw the ball quite a bit. Yeah, and Andy Isabella, I mean, he's like the third, maybe fourth option. I don't think I'm going to pick him because he's just he's too, kind of buried in the depth chart. Albert Wilson's also kind of intriguing because he's been a big play guy his whole career. Yeah, I'm going to go with Chris Conley. I think they're just going to throw the ball at a crazy amount, so I'm going to go with him. Yeah, I, I definitely don't hate it. I'm just looking at the receivers on the board. Holy fuck, man. Yeah, they're maybe, gross. Maybe like a Devin Funch. Ugh, I don't even know. I'm not going to say that. It's Josh Reynolds. <laughs> Miles Boykin, maybe. Don't gets real ugly this round. yeah uh okay well let me see if there's any running back with maybe a little catching upside like nope like fucking i'm looking at like malcolm brown darwin oh god dude maybe like geo bernard Devonte freeman might be the pick right here for you you know what fuck surely he signed somewhere right i i wouldn't even like hate that in the last round that's not terrible well i mean maybe and I mean, Njoku's like if Njoku was like a like a reception guy, like okay, like I, I would say okay, maybe something happens to the tight end, like he he'll have some upside. But like, I don't, I'm stumped. Maybe is there any quarterbacks? Uh, Trot Taylor's kind of decent. Uh, this is this is rough. Uh, I mean, I'm just gonna go Freeman. I mean, watch him get sniped if you want to call it that. Uh, yeah. yeah, this is a, this is a fucking mess, dude. Yeah, got really, really big yikesy at the end there. Really fucking yucky. I mean, this guy really gonna take fifty seconds to take his last pick, dude. You could take fucking me, and it won't make a difference. <laughs> like fuck. I think I saw Penny Hart's name. That's how deep we are, dude. Penny Hart. Oh, Penny Hart on the fucking draft board. Yeah, yeah, on the draft board. I saw him when you were scrolling down. I'm like, this is, dude. Like. What what did Sun? Surely Sanu didn't do anything. Like, what did he do? Sanu is not a horrible pick. Fifty nine catch. Yeah, I would steal this gut all the time here because he was so far down. But someone actually like came to their senses and picked him. So now I'm at a spot where uh, this guy's about to auto pick in the last round. Great. See, there's Penny Hart. (laughs) Gosh, I'm just gonna take Devontae Freeman. Hopefully, he signs somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. So we got two picks left. Uh, we're just going to show these because, like, why not? It's not a big deal at this point. Uh, yeah, uh, overall, we can kind of talk about what happened in the draft quickly, uh, use this time. So uh, we'll just go over each other's team. So for me, I have, uh, as my quarterbacks, Big Ben, Josh Allen. I'll, actually, I'll do it uh, table way. So first round, I ended up going with Ezekiel Elliott. Second round, Aaron Jones. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Robert Woods, Terry McLaurin, Julian Edelman, Darren Okay, well. Uh, I'll just, that's easier. Yeah. Uh, here, that's even better. Okay. So, uh, big Ben, Josh Allen as my two quarterbacks, uh, Aaron Jones, Devonte Freeman, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, Ezekiel Elliott, Anthony McFarlane, Rock Armstead and Chase Edmonds. I have uh, Henry Ruggs, Michael Pittman, uh, Russell Gage, Robert Woods, Terry McLaurin, Darius Layton, Julian Edelman. And then my tight ends, Darren Waller and Jar- Blake Jarwin. Definitely like to look at that team. Now, uh, take us a second, uh, just to show Corey's team. Uh, he is right here. So uh, we'll show we'll show his uh, team on the screen as well. So Deshaun Watson, Tom Brady, James White, Derrick Henry, Darrington Evans, Austin Eckler, Steele, Carlos Hyde, Raheem Mostert, 
Cooper Cup, Chris Conley, Prashad Perriman, John Ross, Mike Evans, Robbie Anderson, Devontae Parker, and then three tight ends in OJ Howard, Gerald Everett, and Johnny Smith. So I definitely like the look of our rosters. Uh, maybe we sh- we'll show a pick while we're saying this, just so you guys can kind of get the visual while we go through. But uh, yeah, it was a definitely a definitely good draft, good uh, best ball draft. Uh, again, every Tuesday we'll be releasing these drafters best balls. We'll plug it one last time. Go like, comment, subscribe down below, and make sure you use this code if you want to get in these future drafts with us. So anything else you want to close off with, Corey? Uh, no, no, I think that's probably good. Um, uh, make sure you guys join the discord as well. So when we start doing these, um, when we're recording them, we'll, we'll throw our, our code in the discord or our link in the discord so that you can just click on it. If you already have a drafters account, you can just join us. Or if, um, you want to make a drafters account, like Danny said, you can use our code to sign up, make sure you do that. And, um, yeah, no, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Just last thing again, if you use our code FSC, uh, when you sign up 50% match back. So whatever you deposit, 50% of that you're getting added as credit for free. So why wouldn't you want to use the code? So yeah, aside from that, uh, we're just going to peace out here. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this video, but yeah, we'll see you uh, with this video again next week. See ya. Yeah.